Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. I certainly appreciate you being with me again today. And I've had the uh, Oldhams with me from Egypt the last couple days. They are not here today, but they are on their way back to Alabama before going back to Egypt. And I do mention them in my message here today because I want to share some truths about success and about passion. I think passion is so important for us. Passion off, often separates success and failure. I'm going to talk about that. Would you pray with me? Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for the passion you give us. And Lord, I pray we have passion for you, a burning passion to serve you, to walk with you, that you would be our God and we would be your people. Lord, lead today. Open our hearts, open our minds to what you would have for us. And may we always serve you with every moment and every second of our energy because, Lord, we just want to be about your business. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, I had a great time with the Oldham family, and we ran around for about a week, and we did some great things, and I was just really fortunate to have them uh, here for a week. And what a great ministry in Lebanon and, and across uh, Egypt. Just amazing how people are coming to the Lord and the, and the church is growing, and not only that, they're, they're training up leaders. But passion often separates success and failure. Every one of us are passionate about something. Some people say I'm kind of an extremist about things I'm passionate about. I can rattle on about sports, which you've heard on this show, and I have my opinion about it. My daughter would tell you I get passionate about certain food, and I want everybody to try it. I might think it was the best thing God created. I tell everybody, hey, you've got a taste of this. This is great stuff. And I do that all the time. And my wife uh, has to remind me sometimes, not everybody will like what you like. And I said, well, they need to change them because what I like is good. But the thing is, my daughter is exactly the same as me. If she tries something good, she says, Dad, you've got to taste this. Dad, you've got to try it. And I said, honey, I'm full. I don't want to try it. You're going to try it. She puts it and virtually makes me taste it. And I shouldn't get upset at her because I am the same way. We get passionate about interesting things. And there's a lot of books about passion, about things you're passionate about. If you Google uh, what are you things you're passionate about, you might come up with a passion for birds, a passion for books, a passion for cac- cactus, and this one I like, a passion for chocolate, a passion for mushrooms, passion for flying, for gardening. You know, whatever your passion is, there's probably a book about it. But you know, a passionate is something. Passion is something you put into something that you enjoy. The creative force behind create creative art and music and other things is passion. Ferdinand Foch, the late French military strategist, said this, the most powerful weapon on earth is the human soul on fire. Well, he's describing people that are great leaders. He describe, he's describing people that are great salesmen. But a Christianese term, and that's even a weird term in its own, a Christianese term that we've heard over the years is that, that is being a Christian that's on fire or an on-fire Christian. What people were trying to say was as a very passionate person that's devout, that's devote, vote, excuse me, devout to the Lord. I can't speak today. I need to be passionate about learning to talk, shouldn't I? A person who hasn't been around religion a lot may not have any idea if you use the term on fire Christian. That's why I don't use it a lot in, in service unless I explain what I'm talking about. But I believe for us to be all God wants us to be, we need to be passionate about our faith and our love for God. Now, I'm quick to tell you where to find the best chocolate in town. I can tell you that. And 
and I can tell you where it is. It's Lee's Chocolate over on Vista, and I, I just love Lee's Chocolate, especially at Easter time when they make those Easter eggs full of orange cream and vanilla cream, and this year they had lemon cream, and but they're just so good, and I've had it since 1974, a long time, and uh, Kurt is a friend of mine, the owner now, and, and just I just love that. I like C's too. Don't get me wrong. I like Van Dyne's. I like uh, Goods in uh, Anderson, Indiana. But there's nothing like Lee's chocolate in my book. But I so I'm always passionate about that. And I buy when I go uh, visit people. I buy go and get a box of Lee's and take it to them. And they always tell me that's the best chocolate. I'm telling you, it certainly is. Especially the orange creams and I like the lemon creams now too. But you know, God wants Christians to keep their spiritual fervor. He wants us to be passionate about Him. Uh, fervor is described as passion, zeal, warmth, and a number of other similar words. In fact, Paul says, Apostle Paul says in Romans 12, 11, Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. The, the Apostle Paul obviously was saying that you have a spiritual excitement, and now you need to keep it. So you remain serving the Lord. Don't lose it. Sometimes you go to a uh, camp or a youth camp and the kids come back just excited about the Lord. But after a month or two, things fade. Well, Paul's uh, talking about that here. Keep your spiritual excitement. Stay serving the Lord. We know, we all know there are many things in this world that tries to steal our spiritual joy. Many things are situational. Sometimes how people treat you cause you to tumble. Sometimes it's a sin that in your life that you can't get through, and it's rolling out of control. The truth is, you can't shake it on your own. You need to have God intervene to help you through it. Well, passion makes the impossible possible. Unfortunately, we have been taught by, uh, taught by watching so much the idea, if something isn't working, give up, throw in the towel. I experienced that growing up sometimes in athletics, some of the coaches we had over the years. You know, we were behind going in the fourth quarter basketball game or, or in a football game, and we were a little bit farther behind than maybe normal. But I'm telling you what, I felt like they wanted to give up. Said throwing the towel. There's some of them. Some of them were great, but some were, you know what, it's over, so let's practice these other things. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You just keep going. And I've told you stories how one time we were behind by 18 points when I coached and we came back and won the game. You never, ever give up. Thomas Edison had a passion for inventing things. He had 1,093 patents of inventions, from the light bulb to cement. Edison was known as a free thinker and wasn't an atheist, but he had a lot of opinions and wasn't known as a godly man either. A few of his quotes, though, make a whole bunch of sense. He said this, Our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. Try again. Keep it going. There has been many a church in our generation that has given up because it hit obstacles in the road. And instead of fighting through them and allowing God to open doors, it was easier to run. In today's society, we see that with so many people. We'll go from church to church one year. The next year, they go to another church. They move on. And they go to another church, another church, because they can't find the perfect church. I've got news for you. There is no perfect church because there's sinners in every church. 
And there's people that say things that hurt your feelings sometimes. We go through that in everyday life. As a pastor, I've been through that many times. I've had people say things that are not kind. But if I'd give up, say, well, I'm not going to be a pastor anymore because that person doesn't like me. I wouldn't be a pastor. How crazy is that? But we go hopping from church to church to church. And I'm telling you, get involved in a good Bible-believing church. And, you know, and, and do everything you can to stay around. Now, the time I would tell you to leave a church is if a church is not preaching the Word of God and is compromising the gospel of Jesus, then that's probably a pretty good excuse. But you know what? Most of the time, we just need to keep a positive perspective. And we need to pray for those, the things we disagree with, whether it's in your children's ministry, youth ministry, music ministry, whatever it is, maybe it's with a pastor. You know, I'm telling you what, hang in there. Would you hang in there? One more quote by Edison. He says this, I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that don't work. He tried many, many things. He had 1,093 patents, but he had many failures. Things didn't work. But what did he do? He kept trying another and another. Again, passion makes the impossible possible. God wants to use every one of you right where you are at. C.S. Lewis was another great thinker who was a writer and thought deeply about the Word of God. And he said this, Christianity cannot be moderately important. I'm going to read it again. Christianity cannot be moderately important. If Christianity is moderately important to people, we are going to be like the church that Jesus uh, spoke through John to Revelation to the two churches, the church of Sardis and the church of Laodicea. You know, he recognized that in them. He was trying to get them to wake up. And listen to these words in Revelation 3, 2 and 3 to the church of Sardis. He says, wake up. And I say that that way is because there's an explanation mark behind the up. Wake up. Strengthen what remains and is about to die. For I have found your deeds unfinished in the sight of my God. Remember, therefore, what you have received and heard. Hold fast and repent. But if you do not wake up, I will come like a thief, and you will not know at what time I will come to you. So what's he tell you to do? Hold fast to God's truth. And if you find yourself that you're not there and you've been struggling, he says, repent. What does repent mean? Turn away. Turn away from the direction you're going. If you're not honoring God, you're not serving God with all your heart, soul, and mind, you need to turn away and say, God, I need you. I was telling my church this recently. I did this message about three weeks ago. And I said, you know what? We as a church, we have to be passionate about the things of God. And if we're going the wrong direction, we need to change directions and get going in the right direction. If you see you're not strong enough spiritually, spend time with God's Word. Spend time with uh, uh, God in prayer. Spend time in faithful in your fellowship. We live in an hour society. We want to give God maybe an hour a week. I've seen it over and over again, morph into that over the years, and God has been left behind. Well, listen to the, his John the Revelator's words uh, from Jesus to the church of Laodicea. See what he says. He says this. He says, I know your deeds, that you are neither hot nor cold. I wish you were either one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. Have a passion for the things of God. He said, you know, be hot or cold. If you're, you know, you're not sitting on the fence saying, oh, I love God, sometimes I don't. Either you love him or you don't. Either you're on fire, and remember what I talked about being on fire, being very passionate about the things of God for him, or you're not. Where are you at? Where are you standing? 
We're going to talk about that a little more tomorrow as I finish this message. But folks, we have got to get busy. And we've got to be about the business of God. And we've got to be passionate about the things of God. And He will transform your life powerfully. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.